Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode three of the Main Frequency. I'm really glad to have you guys here. I'm Sigari. I'm Sidon. And we are here to deliver to you guys some awesome <clears throat> content for this week's episode of Main Frequency. So, Sidon, how's your week been? Um, well, it's been a week. It's been a week? It's It's been a week that not much stuff happened. We've had some crazy stuff going on with sg which a lot of people have not been happy with <laughs> but we'll get into that later yeah man we totally will and that that goes without you know any kind of yeah. hope or maybe maybe not hope i guess just uh, we're hoping that that doesn't happen so let's let's just get yeah. let's just get right into it today so we're gonna we're gonna start okay. and we're gonna open up uh last week's poll so actually i i had it i had it up <clears throat> But I lost a lot of my stuff in the middle of all this craziness today. So here we go. Ah, there, there it is. I found it. So we'll pull up today's we'll pull up today's poll or last week's poll. So how many followers will Second Galaxy have on Instagram by the twenty fifth? And they were currently at four fifty five as of last week. And they're doing the giveaway right now on their Instagram. I think it's uh, two hundred dollars worth of twenty dollar yeah. Amazon gift cards, right? Yes, Amazon. All right, so for reasons unknown to us, yeah, that's right. We we didn't really understand what was going on with that, but we know how many they have, so we'll just see what the population voted. And we had two votes, <laughs> two whole votes. Oof. Yeah, uh, it's okay. Everybody, twitter.com slash main frequency if you'd like to participate uh between 751 and a thousand and then between a thousand to 1500 and if we actually go to their twitter which i had up and or not their twitter i'm sorry their instagram my goodness today right okay and i actually created an instagram account it's just some dummy account 729 followers so i don't even think we're close no they didn't even make it yeah, All right. it was close though. It was close. That was super close. Anyway, that was, you know, trying. Next time, next time, guys, let's let's get some more interest in our poll. Uh, actually, we're just gonna put up next week's poll here. What race are you gonna play in Second Galaxy at launch? And there's only four available races that we know of right now. They pulled the USSH. So, uh, Economic Community of Dawn, New Europa Federation, Oracle Empire, or Republic of Svaris, in alphabetical order, no preference being given to any race or or nation or whatever it is <coughs> that we call it. <coughs> what? Yeah, I hear you clearing your throat here. You just, okay? just, okay, there we go. Comments. ECD. Why? Oh, that's okay. <laughs> the ECD cult. <laughs> All right, so yeah, today's podcast is going to be a little bit different than other podcasts that we've done. We're not doing so much speculation. We're actually going to dig into some of the content in Second Galaxy today with you guys on stream. But first, what's going on with the release? We have word. That's a good question. We have word that we are looking at a late September release. And I'm I'm a little concerned about that. Let's take a look here. Oops, wrong. That's the wrong one. I actually Oh, I might not have it. Anyway, we contacted Zlong and asked them 
when is the game going to be released now? And they said late September. <clears throat> kind of dis- kind of disappointed about that because yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we we had August 13th, then we had late August, then we had early September, and now we have late September, and I don't understand what is actually going on, Zlong. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have there's been a lot of speculation going on in the Discord if they're just going to put off release until they hit 1 million pre-registers. I, I don't know. And, that doesn't make sense. Know. But they, they've said that development has been done for, what, like over a week and a half, two weeks now? And uh, we haven't heard yeah. any news of the game. I think they said the 13th. So, they were finished with development, right? 13th. Something around Okay. So, something like that. So almost two weeks. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was the 13th. I think it was the 10th. 13th. Okay, well, I can check. Then. It was before they were finished. And we should have this up. But it was before they were before the initial release date of August 13th. I remember, I remember that much. Really? Yeah. So okay. now... They're, yeah, they're, they're feeding us a lot of lines. They're saying game coming soon. And then they're pushing back the release date range. Now, it's interesting yeah. because I remember on the first episode of the main frequency, I speculated that it would be mid to late September. Hey, now. If it's actually mid to late September, can I, can I say I told you so? If it actually comes out mid to late September? Because last week I said, nah, I think they'll pull it out. But now I'm not sure, and yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just not sure why they're doing it. I think so. So I've been thinking about this, and we've got this little tidbit up here for <laughs> Eve Echoes. And those of you guys that don't know what Eve Echoes is, perhaps Eve Echoes is CCP, uh, the company from Iceland that makes Eve Online, is also making a mobile game through NetEase, and NetEase is going to publish it. Right here we have game announcement. After, after several months of development, the test version of Eve Echoes will be available soon. As its name suggests, a test version means we will still have a long way to go. Blah, 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 blah. The wormhole leading the Eve Echoes will be open on August 26th, August 26th at 8 o'clock UTC, which is exactly eight hours from now. Oh, boy. So And it's still region locked. It's region locked, that's right. Only, I think it's like feels bad man new zealand and a couple other regions can play yeah. it they have here open time beijing finland london new zealand norway iceland sweden and australia so yeah, it says this says the alpha test is only open to australia new zealand and the nordics okay so <laughs> i'm not quite i'm not quite sure wait hang on just a sec guys i do this every week I'm not quite sure what is actually happening with Eve Echoes not not giving the game out to the United States or the rest of North America. Now we've got another bit here, and I actually pulled this up, and I'll zoom I'll zoom this in for the viewers. Uh, the device limited limitations for Eve Echoes is crazy. You have to have one of the most current devices to even be considered to play. In the alpha. Yeah, so the list, I'll I'll give a brief rundown. Google Pixel 2, Pixel 3, the 3A, the Huawei P30, the Samsung Galaxy Note 8 at minimum. also supports the Note 10 Plus and all that. And then 
a couple other phones like the OnePlus 6 and 7 and then any iOS device above 6S, which is actually probably most of them if people oh. have iPhones. So this is going to get really good iPhone exposure, I believe. And then territorial restrictions. It says Australia, New Zealand, and Nordic only. So, whoa. That's, that's super, yeah. super tiny alpha. I don't think we as the second galaxy community have too much to be worried about here. Like it's not going to be pulling people away, which brings me all the way back around to the original question is Zlong running from <clears throat> Eve echoes or are they, are they pushing out? What, what's, what's the deal? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think um, Zlong is uh, definitely trying to get their game out in front of eve echoes i mean if you look at just the difference between the device requirements for echoes and second galaxy there's a massive difference far and away yeah so people with just even relatively bad phones can run second galaxy yeah i believe they said anybody with android 4.0 or above could run Samsung yeah. Galaxy. The phones that they're yeah. listing here are Android 9 Plus, probably Pi, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe you only need like a phone with less than two gigabytes of RAM to run Second Galaxy. Yeah, that's right. I remember. Yeah. It's, yeah. So honestly, here I'm more wondering what the heck is CCP doing with this? I, I well okay so I don't I don't I, care about what CCP is doing. They have a release yeah. schedule that actually has a date. That is true. That's true. They are ahead of Second Galaxy. There. I, I am trying to get a date, and oh. we we are talking was long about a date. They don't have one yet. Every time they put one out, they push it back. We could talk about this for an hour. We already have. I know, right? So we. <laughs> I, I heard last night, and I put this in my notes, at 4 o'clock in the morning. I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning to write down that Eve Echoes had a zero-day alpha sometime yesterday, I think. And I remember seeing a Caldari system in English on the top part of the screen where the system name would be, and a Cormorant or something. I think it might have been an Ibis, actually. It was like a really flat, wide, long Ibis. And I just remember thinking, huh... That's interesting. And then I skipped it. And then I thought just like an hour before we went live, oh, no, I need to find this because I can't and I lost it. So we've got this video here of some gameplay from China, it seems, of Eve Echoes, which is interesting to me because the alpha hasn't even been released yet. So we have gameplay here. And this is showing it looks like a badger going out doing some hauling or mining or something like that. I'm just going to skip through this really fast. But there is gameplay. And honestly, it looks similar to Second Galaxy. A lot of the top left UI is similar. The bottom right UI is similar. Now, know what I'm saying? Similar, I'm not saying identical, because there are some differences. But for greater or worse, it's pretty close. And I find that interesting. So I am wondering if Zlong is actually pushing this out because of Eve Echoes and they're trying to capture some of that player base for a game that is launching over a game that is going into maybe beta or something. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, I mean, going back to the release date, it really doesn't seem like they're doing a very good job of getting the game out. Yeah. Yeah, I would seriously love to know what the heck is up with that release. We've got a lot of people twiddling thumbs. Definitely a lot of people twiddling thumbs about that release. Anyway, uh, there was other news for Second Galaxy. There was a dev Ask Me Anything announcement, and Ask Me Anything is where players or people contributing can throw out questions, and then the devs will answer it. And that got posted a few days ago in the Second Galaxy Discord. And if you're not a part of that, we'll drop the link for you in chat in a little bit. And then we'll also have a note in the podcast description for you guys to come and join the Second Galaxy Discord. Be sure to join and be a part of the the community. There were a lot of good questions posted and a lot of kind of not good questions posted. But, I mean, that's what you expect from the community, right? You're going to get some questions that are dead on, and then you're going to get some questions that are like, why are you asking that? But I'm hoping as long doesn't do is latch on to those easy low hanging fruit questions that don't really have a lot of substance and instead give us some information for things that we don't know yet maybe or things that we that are relating to the english version release which we haven't really seen too much of except for just one month of beta gameplay the AMA lasts until, I believe, does it go through the 25th? I believe it goes through today. Get your questions in now. On the 28th, they are going to have selected the answers to those questions. And I think they're going to post them on either Facebook or Discord, one or the other. So, very exciting. We're looking forward to getting some actual meat. I I almost guarantee they're dancing around that when is the game coming out question. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Uh, feels bad, man. Feels bad, man. Okay. Feels really bad. Okay, Satan. So I know you're really excited because you've been talking about this for a couple of okay. weeks. We've yeah. got yeah. we've got some some juicy stuff to share with the community today. We're gonna go through some of the ships in Second Galaxy and perhaps some of the modules, and we're just gonna have a discussion about possibilities. What ships are about, licenses, all this stuff. So, Satan, let's go. Okay. So, I think best best place to start with this is at the very beginning. You get into the game. What ships do you start in? What What do you start with? How does it start? So, you, you're walking. Are, you you start yeah, in space in an escape pod, right? You, you're just you're walking yeah you're walking. walking in space doesn't work you're walking outside. in space doesn't work we covered this in the first podcast i don't know i think space balls would disagree with you true yeah true i missed that last night that was sad oh yeah yeah um yeah um so yeah we have these four factions or nations whatever you want to call them and uh, each of them they start you off with a different ship i'm pretty sure you just start in a so like in EVE Online, they have rookie ships, which are just free. You get them or whatever. And in Second Galaxy, I'm pretty sure you just start in a frigate, which would be the level above rookie ships in EVE Online. Okay. So it's like a full-fledged so, capable ship. Yeah. Fit with basically civilian stuff, if okay. you're familiar with EVE. Basic stuff. Very, yeah, right. very basic stuff. Then they... Through the tutorial section, you'll go through, get different modules, other ships, 
stuff like that. And then to fly these other ships you get, if you get a higher tier ship, like a destroyer, you need the license for that. If you want to just stay in your frigate, you can increase its power very easily by leveling up your license, just taking a higher test. Okay. Cover that a little bit earlier. We talked about that a little bit last episode. Explain yeah. licenses for people that don't understand. Okay. So a license, it's basically the exact same thing as ship skills in EVE, where in EVE you just train a higher level ship skill and it would give different bonuses per level. Actually, Sig, if you want to pull up the frigate folder mm-hmm. with the info, you can see some of the some of what I mean by that where you get an extra bonus per level. And so in Eve you just train these, but in Second Galaxy you take a test. It's just As far as I know, all it is is just going out and killing things. So here you can see, okay, this is battleships. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm working on it. There we go. Okay, it's fine. It's same thing. So, okay, frigates. So you can see the ECD T1 frigates license per level. It'll increase the blaster, decrease the blaster cooldown reduction, increase the blaster cooldown reduction. I can't speak. Um... Well, it says it says it'll nerf bonus. Yeah, so it's, it's giving bonuses per level to ship yeah. performance. Oh, and that's that's how you upgrade the super devices. I literally just noticed that. So yeah, you can see with the super devices, they had those numbers. Oh yeah, that's right. They were highlighted. Numbers. Yeah, that's how you upgrade the super device performance. Okay, that's cool. I just noticed that. Okay, but so, yeah, you can see you get bonuses to blaster cooldown reduction, inertial factor reduction, and ion thrusters, power output rate boost. Wow, that's a mouthful. Okay, so that's really good to know. But the question is, how do you increase your license level? Yeah, so with each level, you get all these bonuses. And how you increase your level is you just take a test, and I'm pretty sure it's just go out, kill things. Go out, blow stuff up. Okay. Now, the great thing is, if you lose your ship in the license test, you're totally fine. It just, you get sent back to your home base, and you're safe. Didn't lose a ship. Okay. Congratulations. Nice. And as far as I know, you can take these tests as many times as you want if you fail. It's just, you're limited by your experience level and of course whether you have the strength and skill to actually beat the test so there are these licenses for every single tier of the ship so frigates destroyers cruisers battle cruisers and battleships and now we're not sure about capital ship but i would assume capital ships work exactly the same way now capital ships like flagships like the flagships, like the ones that we've seen in the videos. Yeah, where people are calling yeah, them yes, titans. capital ships. I believe. Okay. I believe they're called flagships. Just, just. To, okay. I, I was looking through the game data. I uh, managed yeah. to extract Oof. a bunch of the game data, and I decompiled the assembly files. And there's a lot of references to flagships, and 
things of that nature. So kind of kind of skipping from frigate to flagship. <laughs> it seems the flagships are built by corporations in a group effort. Interesting. But beyond that, That's I awesome. actually yeah, I actually don't know. And we okay. have not played in the betas, so we don't have access to that knowledge. However, yeah. there and are plenty of videos out there from China yes. especially showing this stuff ah, off. Yes. Yeah, as far as I know, actually, in the beta we got to play, no one managed to build a capital ship or flagship. They didn't get whatever there. they right. ended up being called. Yep. So we have pitifully little information on, I'll just call them capital ships because that's what I'm used to. And I'm going to mess up if okay. I try to call them anything else, <laughs> as you could see last podcast. We could challenge you. It's a quarter Dang every it. time you not don't again, call a flagship. Not again. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, yeah. The, um, sorry, I have to get back on. So, now there, this picture up right up here now says ECD T1 frigates license. Mm -hmm. So, we have three different parts here. We have the ECD, T1, and frigates. So there's a separate license for all of the different nations. ECD, Sfaris, NEF, Oracle, USSH. So okay. you have to train or take the tests for different licenses if you want to fly another ship. So no matter if you have all the skills, all the licenses for the NEF ships... If you don't have them for ECD, it doesn't matter. You still can't fly them. We, we and call you don't that, get any bonus. We call that in EVE Online a racial spec? Yes. Right. Yes. So then now the next part is the tiers or tech. tech. So tech. this is tech one frigates. Now, if you have the level five license for a tech one frigate, you still can't fly a Tech 2 frigate. So I'm pretty sure you need the Tech or Level 5 license to f qualify for the Tech 2 frigate Level 1 test. Okay. So then, so okay, let's just say you managed to, after a long struggle, get your T1 frigate's license to Level 5. Then you take the Tech 2 license, finally get your Tech 2 ship, and you suddenly have to do everything all over again. Because, yeah, your Tech 1 license has absolutely zero effect on your Tech 2. So there's no carryover. Feels so bad, so if, I train, if I train ECD, just going off of what's on the screen right now, if I train yeah. ECD frigate, Tech 1 frigate to 5... It doesn't carry over any value to get to tech two. Nope. But let me ask you this, because I think you might be selling yourself short unless I, I did not understand. Can I skip training tech one frigates and go straight to tech two? No, you cannot. Okay, so you do have to have it trained in you order do to have, have to have it trained. So it's a prerequisite. Yeah. So what's wrong I'm, with that? You mean that I'm there's not sure. no bonuses that affect from tech one being yeah. trained to five. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And 
if you just have the Tech 2 Frigate License at level 1. Now, I don't know about the ships, but in that case, you might end up with your Tech 1 Frigate being stronger than your Tech 2 Frigate. For a little while, at least. For unless, a while. Until, unless the tech... And keep in mind, keep in mind these are tests. They're not just a skill that you can train. So, who knows? You might be end up stuck with just the level 1 Tech 2 license because you can't pass the test. So, who knows how long it'll take. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And there are requirements of what ship you can take into what test. So, there'll be a lot of min-maxing here. Yeah. Alright, so... I, you know, I'm still thinking about it, though. It, it seems to me like you would go from Tech 1. So let's say that the, the cap on a Tech... Well, in, the, in this type of game progression, not considering an EVE progression, you go from Tech 1, level 5, which we'll say the stats that cut off for that are going to be 1,000 HP, about 100 DPS. Okay, I'm throwing numbers out again. Okay. And yeah. 50 armor. Okay, just... just Okay, then you get to the tech two version of that same frigate and maybe the bonuses, maybe the maximum HP is 1050, maybe 110 DPS and 55 armor. Okay. So, so you don't start out worse off than you were possible. Is that how it works? Do we know? It's, we don't know. Okay. It's yeah. We don't have the hard numbers. We actually have some, the hard numbers for, like two ships but yeah we at least i don't have the numbers to compare the stats of a tech one ship to a tech two ship okay and definitely like like i said a little while ago i was able to decompile the assembly so if anybody is better at reading hex than i am please contact me and we'll we'll hook you up with some stuff <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've looked through some of these frigates here. What else have we got? Okay, one thing I didn't cover here, which in my mind is the most important, is this special bonus. So you see there's ah, yeah. the T1 frigates license, but below that there's another thing called special bonus. Now, this is the most important thing in deciding what a ship does. Most honestly. important. You're, so you're, you're really convicted about that. Tell us why. Yeah. Because that's where the biggest boosts come from. So if we look at the one on here, the Komodo, at the level five frigate's license, we're going to get a 15% missile damage bonus, 10% volume factor reduction, 25% cargo space bonus. Okay. Now... Although the numbers are for different things in this special bonus, they're much larger. And if you look at the difference between like cargo space, flash jump devices, etc., although they're they're not on the same thing, they're not covering the exact same thing, they have a, they have a much larger importance. The special bonus has a much larger importance in in saying exactly the role of the ship. Right. So 
I understand the, that. Yeah. So the license kind of just. So the license shows what direction the ship grows in, but the special bonus says it's roll. So you can see that this is basically what this looks like to me is a speed transport. So you can see the flash jump devices. Those are equivalent of micro jump drives. For those familiar with EVE Online. Right. And then warps, warp max velocity boost explains itself. Yeah. Now, it's interesting, too. I think this could be used a couple of different ways. And I don't understand how the flash jump works integrated into Second Galaxy. But yeah. I'm taking this in a different direction. You're taking it with the cargo yeah. space bonus. Cargo space okay. bonus of 5% per level. At level 5... 100% max velocity warp speed and wait what so no the special, the special bonus is fixed oh it's fixed okay yeah, it okay it doesn't scale with level okay so any i'm sorry then let me let me backtrack yes even okay. still i think that this ship has a role yeah. with the bonuses that are on the ship's special bonus i think this could be a fast tackle so it catches up to the targets who maybe like get okay. away and they escape through, you know, maybe one of the jump gates or something. This ship is fast enough with its warp speed velocity bonus to catch up. And then if a target tries to impulse away, like not warp, you can jump on top of them with your flash jump and then tackle them and call your fleet in, have them bounce to a ping or however it's going to work and then land on you and you just tackle stragglers or an enemy fleet or something. So definitely possible. Yeah. And just because of this special bonus, it doesn't mean they can only fill a single role. Of course. So they can fill several games roles. like this. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can it's defined by what you fit on it. So I mean actually if you pull up some of the other frigate pictures, okay. You can see there are ones that are more built for tackle all right let's take a look at that here and so let me see i'm pulling mine up got it okay so right now we're looking at a Ooh. ship fitting screen and there's some modules fitted and then it also has some some details showing what the ship is capable of so satan how about yes. you touch on this okay so this is kind of hard to explain because I do not recognize those modules sure. off the top of my head. Sure. But yeah. So Well, let me let me take I mean, I'm gonna take a stab at it, okay? Okay. Alright. Okay. So looking at this ship, this looks to be either a battle cruiser or something. It's a hellfire. Uh, if anybody knows what that is, spit it uh, out quick. But on the picture here, we've got a a group of modules and there is at the bottom left, a, a module with a line. I'm imagining that's a low slot. Then we've got a horizontal line with a dot in the middle of it. I'm assuming that's a mid slot. And then we've got, there's three of those. And then there's three slots at the end, which have a triangular formation with the dot in the center. I'm going to guess it's a high slot. High slot. Those look like guns. The things in the middle look like support systems. And the thing in the bottom looks like something that you've seen out of Star Wars pod racing or something i really don't know what that is 
at any okay. rate, yeah. This is a destroyer. I am pretty sure this is a destroyer. Oh, yeah, that would make sense, judging by the yeah. icon. Yeah. The icon, because it's just like Eve. Just like <clears throat> Eve. Yeah. So, I mean, it's actually kind of nice, because this does tell you its tactical position <laughs> under details. Firepower right and disruptor, yeah. Yes. And you can see the... <laughs> you can see that it's a graph. Its attack is woefully yeah. lower than everything else that it offers, and it's a tactical firepower disruptor, and that, that's a sad that's a sad graph well, right there. But that graph is how it is fit. Correct. So So that guy could just be a potato. Yeah, and it can be fit for disruptor because you can see it has a lot of energy, which I'm assuming is capacitor, the equivalent in Eve. Sure. So, yeah, I'd be willing to bet that some of those mid-slots are tackle. Oh, yeah. It might be. Yeah. Something that Still I'm... Still not sure what that low slot is. No, that's okay. Something that I'm looking at on this graph, actually, is interesting. The, the defense and attack numbers are just integers. There's nothing hmm. discerning about it, whether it's ah. armor or structure or shields or armor. I know that we, we know that there are shields and armor in this game, and that's it. There is no yeah. structure. But it like what I was trying to say is that it's just a solid number. So is defense is there an armor rating? Is there going to be a way that you can increase the resistances of the armor? Or is it just gonna be straight damage? deal what you deal and rep what you can to survive. So we have seen that there are three damage types. They took them from Eve naturally. I can't remember which one they left out. I'm pretty sure the three damage types in this are kinetic, yep. thermal, yep. And, and EMP. EM. Yep. EMP. It's, okay. They call it EMP so, in this game, I think. Yeah. Kinetic, thermal, and EM. Yeah. They took out and explosives. They have resistances for these. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have, there is a picture you think it's under the battleships? I'll take a look here. Can find that. Yeah. So there's a nice picture there that'll show resistances. So that defense right there that they show is probably just EHP effectively. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I, I can't find it right now. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. It'll show up sometime. Oh, yep. Yeah, I found it. Ah, cool. Continue. Okay. So, so, yeah. The question that yeah. I'm that I'm asking here, why? What what I guess is the. What's the number mean, if that makes sense? What does, what does the number of the defense mean or the attack mean? Those numbers, is that what you're asking? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Like defense, I think is just. EHP equivalent in EVE, and damage is just average DPS, regardless of what type is loaded, what damage type is loaded into it. Oh, okay. I understand that. And yeah. I can't actually, unfortunately, I can't share that screen because it won't oh. load. But oh, dang. I, what, what I'm looking at is it says defense. And then shield resistances, and it looks like to EMP it has a, this ship has a ten percent defense. To kinetic it has a fifty percent defense, and to thermal it has a thirty percent defense. Its shield is about twenty thousand, 
Its auto shield recovery is seven per second. So I seven per second into 20,000 shields. That's almost nothing. Actually, almost nothing. It has an armor rating of about 20,000. And then some other stats. And then some other stats. Yep. Let me see if I can if I can so. finagle this to work. <laughs> Your cursor that's, is kind of terrifying. That's okay. I love it. You're just gonna have to I deal love with it. it. Deal with it. Oops, that's not what I wanted. There we go. Okay, let's see if I can load this. Okay. Oh no, that was the wrong window. Good, continue. <laughs> so, yeah, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Yeah, you are you are experiencing technical di- technical difficulties. Oh, I have no idea what's going on. No, that's okay. <laughs> I am all over the place right now. So, what other ship? We'll take we'll take a look at some of the other ships here, and then have you yeah. have you put together any ideas for how stuff is going to go down in some of these <sighs> fleet fights with the differing ships that are available? Uh, I don't have any hard i hard ideas like on what fleet compositions are going to be what we're going to see but just okay just because i don't have many hard numbers ah, i got it but one thing that i'm sure we're going to see is each fleet is going to have a ton of different ships okay like so what kind of ships of so okay that answering that requires to back up a little bit so you know eve online you'll get a lot of fleets that just have a single ship or maybe three ships at most so in this game in second galaxy there are a ton of different roles to play so from what i've seen there isn't any ecm electronic countermeasures like lock chain yes so there's no lock jamming, but and there's no also no logic. Didn't last so, week you say no that there was ECM? There. I vaguely remember. Sorry, yeah, messed up. There is ECM, but there is no direct making them unable to fight like with lock jamming. Oh. So yeah, there's no lock jamming. There's more interference. Okay. Where you can. Decrease their range, decrease their speed, decrease their accuracy. But the thing is, there are a lot of these. Okay, so it sounds like electronic warfare is a thing in Second Galaxy. Yeah, electronic warfare is a big thing. The biggest thing that there isn't is our our, our logis. No logi. So, are you sure about that? No healing, no repair. I I've seen a lot of ship pictures, and I have not seen a single ship able to repair another ship. Okay. I have not seen a single module able to repair it. I'm going to put my reputation out on the line there and say that I did see a video that was fleet versus fleet at Sovereignty Defense. This is a Chinese video, and I believe I saw remote reps. I am not certain. I think maybe it could have been a thing, though. Exciting, okay, if true, so, because that yeah, means that yeah, you're yeah. not going to have people just one-shotting everybody, and that's going to be it. Yeah. But, so yeah, we there may be Logi, or might be not. I have not seen any Logi, which would honestly be sad, because I like playing Logi. Okay. But, so yeah, going into the ECM electronic warfare part, one thing that we 
did not see a lot of in Eve, but just a little bit, was fleet buff. So I know in Eve there's stuff like command destroyers and I mean command capital ships. Oh I yeah. Haven't, I haven't yeah. It's a huge but, part of the game actually, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean command capital ships, but like command destroyers and stuff. I never flown in a fleet with command destroyer actually okay but these fleet buffs we did not see many of them in eve but there are going to be a ton of fleet buffs in second galaxy that is going to be a major part of any fleet that's just over two people (laughs) so let me see if i can find the list Okay, so the in terms of fleet buffs, basically there is a fleet buff for every debuff. Oh, wow. Wow, thanks, Sigari. Yeah. Continue. Okay, so for every debuff, like slowing, range decreasing, accuracy decreasing, etc. There is a ship or a fleet buff for that. So okay. we're gonna see we're gonna see a ton of buffing countering this stuff. So but, it sounds like so, it's gonna be yeah. similar to Eve where you had skirmish warfare, ta- information warfare, <gasps> all all of the stuff where you can boost locking speed, resistances uh, you, like energize scripts and stuff like that you, you're going to empower your whole fleet again we're still trying to dig into some of the details here are these going to be yeah. things that overlap is it going to be like strongest one applies um I'm honestly not sure about that but what I assume it will be is it will stack diminishingly interesting so like I, this is now, just, just my assumption, but I think it's probably going to do that, where, you know, in EVE Online, I don't remember the exact numbers, but, like, the first module, buff buff module, will give 100% of the bonus. The next one will give 88%. next one will give 60-some percent. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see something like that okay. with the fleet buffs. And these are... You're shaking your head. I am shaking my head. But, okay. Yeah, I, I haven't played EVE for, it's like, okay. two years. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. This is how so, you think it's going to work in Second Galaxy, so that's what's important. Yeah. This is how I think it's going to work. So, okay. That's, so let's go back to the ECM a bit, the quote debuffing. Okay. Debuffing is now. Fun. Some people really like that role in, yes. in games. It is pretty fun. And for anyone who loves this debuffing role, you are going to absolutely love it in Second Galaxy. Because. Probably one of the scariest things, what will be one of the scariest things to a lot of fleets, are these frigates with AOE debuffing abilities. Oh, excellent. We, yeah, one thing, there wasn't a lot of, or any of, I honestly don't remember, in EVE, was AOE debuff. But there are a lot of AOE debuffs. In Second Galaxy. I'm in actually going to pull up one of those right now. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure every single 
debuff in the game also has an AoE version. Ah, except for um, capacitor drain mods. So, holy cow, newts! Well, oh, wait, actually, actually, no, there are. Sorry, I misspoke. As, as I pull yeah. up that image, <laughs> he covers his butt. Satan, I think you need to get a little bit more bad. sleep last night, my Thanks friend. I, looking, I know. We're looking I agree at, with that. Honestly. It's okay, man. We're looking at the dervish, <laughs> and its special bonuses are AOE energy nullification bonuses. Dude. Yes. In, in fact, I, I remember when I was writing this down, I put a note that this is freaking overpowered. It's it's crazy. So, yeah, void bombs. I don't know how I forgot that. Void bombs and yeah. Eve were things that oh, yeah. stealth bombers could shoot and it would you'd basically have an entire wing that was just stealth bombers with void bombs and you would shoot these mm -hmm. things as soon as the fight was about to take place they'd decloak they'd shoot all their bombs and then they'd explode or warp off or whatever and the yeah. enemy fleet would lose so much capacitor that they were basically toast like it, it just it was so overpowered so they nerfed void bombs so they weren't as prevalent <laughs> Now we see potential for the same mistake to be repeated, but will they? Or will they have seen, seen that and said, oh, yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen. Maybe one or two will get off like a very high amount and then the rest of them will be diminishing returns with mm -hmm. like a cool down period on a debuff bar or something. That would be nice. I imagine that's probably how it's going to go if yeah. these guys have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Well, that That's so cool. And these are frigates, which are accessible by almost yeah. everybody. So everybody can participate, whether you're just starting or been playing the game for a long time. That's awesome. And this is a T1 frigate. This, this isn't some high tech that's going to take you ages to get. You can be flying this as soon as you have enough money to buy the ship. And from the prices we've seen, frigates are... Pretty much dirt cheap right yeah they, they only cost a couple yeah. hundred i think if, if it was even 100k yeah i think it was 100k or something like a, i think it's like 120k 120k yeah okay. that sounds right uh the black bear here so. with aoe signal amplification devices the poplar signal. yes rain aoe range interference devices <clears throat> so probably like a sensor dampener so wait whoa, yeah. I, we didn't talk about signal amplification devices Yes. So signal amplification device. I'm assuming that is like target painters in Eve online. So uh, uh, a target painter in Eve online targets a ship and increases its signature radius. That's right. So it makes it easier to hit and makes missiles deal more damage. Actually, I don't know if it makes it easier to hit. Hang on a sec. No. What? I think this OG is a fr no. This is an allied buff. AOE allied buff. signal amplification devices cooldown reduction, not increase. AOE signal amplification devices activation cost reduction probably, and then AOE signal amplification devices range boost. That's going to be targeting range. No, because there are there is another one that's range interference slash enhance. So. There's another one that's range enhancement and range interference. Yeah. So mm. there's range interference. Uh, and okay. Range enhancement ones might be on the destroyers. Okay. I could be in the wrong here. 
Hasn't been the first time. AOE precision interference devices. Okay, so precision interference. Yeah, that would be the accuracy is what they're calling it. We would call it tracking speed in EVE. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So... I like how it's called... This ship is called the Contemplative, and I'm totally stroking my beard right now. Uh, I think I found my match, everybody. Right there. (laughs) Okay, well, now now I know what ship we're going to throw SIG in every time we go out on our own. Uh-oh, we're not deciding what what race I'm starting as, are we? Oh, we got to no, talk about no, that, too. No, we should talk about deciding. that later. We've already decided. What, oh, did we? Okay. Was I a part yeah. of this discussion? No. Man, what am I What am I playing? you, you got to stick with the times. you got to stick with the times. What, what are you throwing me in? you got to tell me you can't just keep me hanging. Help. You're, you're going to fly in this ship. The the contemplative. Just Yes, just this ship. Just this you ship. Can't, yeah, you can't fly in anything else. Can I, like, grow arms and, like, grab another ship and then pull it to me and get in that ship instead? I, I, I don't know. That's okay. that's that's you. Oh, Your yeah. choice. Oh, yeah, as, lo- as long as your ship can grow arms. Sure. Sure. All right. So let's take a look at some of the destroyers now. We've, we've sifted through okay. a few of the frigates. Now let's take a look at some of the destroyers. <clears throat> and let me just give me a minute here to pull these up. Okay, so the Basilisk, ooh, another Oracle Empire ship. This one has special bonuses that look like they're local bonuses, not AoE. Yes. This one just has energy nullification <laughs> bonuses, basically. So I'm assuming yeah. that it runs cap newts. Uh, and then the yeah. per level on this ship, laser cooldown reduction, laser tracking speed boost, and energy recovery rate boost. Wow, that looks like wow. it was taken right out of an Amar ship, honestly. <laughs> It really kind of does. Yeah. I'm surprised oh. there's no optimal range bonus in there, actually, so maybe not. But anyway, I, I shouldn't. Uh, well, remember the calculations in this are different than in EVE. That's true. So we're not entirely sure how the calculations work, but we know they are a heck of a lot less complicated. So who knows? Oh, Somehow is... it might get an optimal range bonus this is interesting so i'm, I'm looking through these ships here and the cold rain has a railgun crit damage <laughs> bonus of 10 percent ah, per level now yeah. i do remember looking at a chart somewhere and it showed that blasters had the highest crit chance i believe at 20 percent uh, i do not remember that okay i, I don't think i've seen that chart or if I have, I totally forgot it. Okay, I think I did. I like I like I was telling okay. you guys earlier today, the amount of information that I have digested <laughs> in the past forty eight hours has been so much I can't even remember half of what I saw. But I did I did think that there was a crit modifier based on the weapon platform that you're using. That so, makes sense. Right. That definitely makes sense. At any rate, you were gonna say something and I, I kinda interrupted. I totally don't. Oh yeah. So yeah, we were we were both going off in different directions. So I wanted to point out that all of these special bonuses on these destroyers are not AoE, not for AoE devices. They're all for single target devices. That's right. So actually, if you want to pull up that Amar, <clears throat> I mean, Oracle one. Again? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... 
I, I just thought of something that maybe is how the energy nullification devices work. So noticing these boosts, I'm pretty sure are higher unless I'm having a complete brain fart. So I'm thinking we might see that the AOE devices are just like neutralizes like five cap every 10 seconds in a radius of 50 kilometers. So it might be a massive radius, but just a tiny effect that pretty much just negates regen unless you stack a ton together. And then these single target are the ones that drain most of the cap energy. So you'll get maybe 200 drained per 10 seconds. I can be on board with that. I see I see the potential for the frigate AoE neutralizers to be way less powerful than single target for sure. I don't think it's going to be a cap per second thing, though. I think it's going to be a burst, and then they have a long cooldown. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I was saying for, like, five and ten seconds. So. Okay. Uh, well, not not to throw you off, though, I believe, like, like you're saying, that the power of the single target targeted neutralization is going to way outscale a single target burst or i'm sorry a multi-target burst from one of the frigates okay the question is and i think this is something that we'll be able to answer once we start playing the game who's gonna bring a bunch of frigates and destroyers to what i am imagining is going to be big fights with battleships and support ships and the whole mess they're just gonna get swatted off the field well not really, actually. So, I've, I have i don't have pictures of this, but I've seen and heard some stats from the beta. And in a lot of battleship kills, so the second biggest ship in the game, the highest damage was dealt by destroyers. So, <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of... Not just varying ship types, okay. but varying ship sizes. Were, were these Tech One destroyers or Tech Three destroyers, though? I I don't know. Oh, and from okay. what I've from what I've seen, the Techs, they're not like an Eve where, like, Tech Three is massively different than Tech Two. It's more just like a linear enhancement where Tech Two is stronger than Tech One, but does pretty much the same thing, and Tech 3 is stronger than Tech 2, but does pretty much the same thing. It's not that they become more specialized as their tech increases. They do become more specialized? They they do not, as far as I know. We ha should have some pictures of Tech 3 battleships. Okay, we can take a look at those in a little bit. I, I locked yeah, yeah. onto this yeah. ship here. But just for Tech 3. Oh, okay. That ship is just gorgeous. I just want to say that. That is like one of the most aesthetically pleasing ships. In it's a nice looking game. ship. And I think that I've, I've heard people talking in the public discord and in our discord and some other places about how much the ECD have got really attractive ships. And I'm looking at this ship, the Winter Suite. It's an ECD destroyer, Tech 1 destroyer. And it's got some crazy stuff going for it. Blaster cooldown reduction per level. 
blaster tracking speed per level, flash jump device cooldown per level, and then its special bonus focuses around thruster interference. I am going to imagine propulsion cutting or webs. Uh, So this is going to be a good support ship that might throw out some okay damage. I I don't think the ship holds the damage uh, boosts or benefits over the ship that I was looking at a few moments ago, the Cold Rain, and we talked about that one, with the per-level railgun damage, railgun tracking speed, and railgun crit damage bonuses. Yikes, that's a lot of damage. That's that's so much. At level 5, we're looking at 15% additional damage, 50% additional crit damage, and 50% additional tracking. And it's a destroyer, so they can already track probably amazing. So, yeah. wow. But the Winter Suite is going to be able to slow those ships down, whereas all the Cold Rain does is this thing, signal amplification devices, which I don't think we figured out. You you think it's going to be about Scan Res Bloom. I do have another thought, though. Or Sig Res Bloom. Okay, go ahead. So I'm kind of wondering if the signal amplification devices affect crit chance. So this... Does this doesn't have any basis in stats that I've seen, but I was just thinking. So with with a crit, what what do you when what is a crit? It's landing a strike that deals more damage. If you look at it in a realistic way, that would be hitting a weak point. So it kind of makes me wonder if especially tracking speed bonuses at accuracy, basically, if they have any influence on crit. Because I have not seen a module that affects crit chance. I don't I don't think that... Whoa, what? Really? Okay. I don't I, think I've that... I've seen modules that affect crit damage, but not that affect crit chance. This hmm. is totally going out on a limb here. Yeah, but a little bit. <laughs> I think that would be a pretty interesting mechanic. If tracking speed increases crit chance... And if you could, it was sounds like a bit of a red herring, dude. I don't know. I don't know, because if you think if a ship can track faster, if it can aim its guns faster, it will be able to hit more specific points on a ship. So I'm thinking that could theoretically have an effect on crit chance and then with the whatever it was i'm entirely blanking on the name what was the last picture the signal amplification devices oh the cold fire yeah or cold rain sorry cold rain yeah so cold fire sounds better as long it does just saying maybe there are two of maybe there's a cold fire and a cold rain and they like counter each other or something (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting off. Keep going, keep going. So this, I'm wondering if also the signal amplification devices would increase crit chance on a target. Or it's possible that they just increase crit chance. I don't know. I think that's a lot of speculation. There there is a lot of speculation. Let's not not run with too much speculation (laughs) here. Okay. Let's analyze yeah. these ships, man. Let's dress them down <laughs> and read them up. Okay. Uh, looking at a, there, there's only four 
here. Tech one destroyers, uh, one for each. Cavalry, not ca- cavalry. Cap. How the hell do you say that? C a v a l r y. Cavalry. Cavalry. Ca- cavalry. Okay. Cavalry. Yes. Yeah. Like the people riding horses. That's true. Missile. It that font is tripping my eyes out. Missile damage <laughs> bonus three percent. Missiles tracking speed bonus. Okay. 10% and shield enhancement devices activation questions. costs. That these bonuses are so I all have over questions. The place. I yeah, I have questions too. Wait, these... missiles tracking speed? Okay. Okay. Oh, that's true. But shield okay. enhancement devices activation costs. So, where are we going with this ship? It's got the oh. warp interference devices special bonuses. So, obviously, this mm. ship is going to be your tackle. Your your yeah. your points that locks yeah. people down Scrams. from warping away. Yep. And but it's bonuses. I, I I don't like it. I I mean it's a destroyer. So I mean if a destroyer is your tackler, okay. But I I don't like yeah. that ship. Yeah, maybe it's meant to be able to just take a bit of damage. But yeah, it seems too well rounded. Oh no! Don't say too well rounded. You remember what happened with that orange juice gaming video? He got into cruisers, and cruisers are well rounded. It's oh. like what's well rounded mean? You're not really giving us an explanation, well, sir. I'm just saying. I'm saying well-rounded, can deal decent damage, can take decent damage, and can tackle. Between you and me, Satan, I don't think there's anything well-rounded about a destroyer. Well, it depends on what you're fighting. That's true. I mean... Because destroyers are... I assume they're pretty fast, so it would be harder. They'd be along the lines of frigates in speed, although slightly slower and larger well something you've got to keep in mind too though depending on how like we were talking a little bit about before about how grids are going to be organized my concern Mm -hmm. is that if grids are really tight you're just going to have a lot of ships orbiting if grids start kind of expanding out then once the destroyers get under the guns uh or once the frigates get under the guns of the destroyers then the targets from a little bit of a distance are going to be able to pick off those destroyers pretty easily. And those destroyers are throwing out a lot of the single target E-War. And the damage, like you said. Like, they were they were the bulk yeah. of the damage. So either people that were playing beta did not figure out how to overcome the destroyer threat, which seems like a pretty big problem. A ship that I would assume is the second tier of ship that you would invest into destroying your fleet? come on there's got to be something missing here like i don't think people were really respecting the destroyer or or people weren't using their more nimble attack ships in a way that could get rid of them fast enough that the bigger ships could bring their guns to bear on targets that mattered well there is one thing that you might not have thought of just that destroy maybe destroyers are significantly stronger in this than they are in eve i mean it's possible (laughs) so yeah and there also might be bigger differences in how speed ship speed affects damage and how easy it is to miss and a bunch of different stuff like that okay okay so yeah we're not exactly sure how these numbers will work but I do know that destroyers are a big problem to big ships, and they have been. But then, yeah, I don't know what measures they took to counter the destroyers. Okay. 
Well, let's let's get off destroyers. Let's move on to the yeah. ship, the the well-rounded ship. Let's move <laughs> on to some cruisers. Now, before before we okay. actually start talking about cruisers, I want to ask a question. That question is: so far, we see on every ship this special bonus. Every ship has one. Yep. And the frigates had AOE, and just paging through really fast. These cruisers here, I am seeing AOE bonuses on cruisers as well. Question is, are these modules that you fit, or are these special special abilities that every ship has innately, and you don't need to fit a module for it? These are. I am ninety nine percent sure these are modules. So you have to fit the module in order to receive the benefit. Yeah. What was the I've thing s- that we've seen in some videos that has a little battery charge over it with a longer cooldown? I want super to device. S- that's the super device. What's the super device? Super device. Uh, we- oh, that's right. That's right. No, yeah, I, I got it. Special ability. So that's your yeah. super device. So the special bonus. Ah, you're right. For devices. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. So you have to fit the device to the ship in order to get the benefit. The super device yes. comes with the ship no matter what. Yeah. And Interesting. Remember, you increase the damage or performance of the super device by leveling up the license. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's take a look oh. at some of these cruisers. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, actually, one thing I should have mentioned at the very beginning is that there's an interesting thing where as you level up license, you will actually unlock more fitting slots on your ship. Oh, so, so there was that one image that we looked at where that low slot had a pop-out with four things fitted to it. Mm-hmm. So, well, <laughs> actually, I none of these images, I or actually, wait, one of these images. Um, if you pull up the image, it's the RS Drybog, if you can pull that up. Where was it? There's a picture of a lock slot. It's in one of the ship-fitting pictures you have. There are only four, four of them. Okay, I'm looking. It's oh, the I see cruiser it. Yep, RS I see it. I see it. Yep. You can see there's a locked slot there. Okay. So it seems that you'll unlock two mid slots at respectively license levels three and four. Okay, but so, there's nowhere in this picture where I can see what level license they have, I don't think. No, but you can tell they have license level three. How? Because they have one of the slots unlocked, and the other one isn't unlocked, and they unlock at level three and four. That's a mid slot. Yeah, I, I said mid slots earlier. Did I? Didn't I say mid slots? Well, there's three. Okay, so there's one low slot, two mid slots, and three high slots, and one mid slot is locked. Yes. So he's unlocked one mid slot so far. Whoa. No. Oh. What? Do the, yes. the ship come with a mid, a low, and a high for free? Comes with, as far as I know, a mid, a low, and three high. As far as I know. Oh, okay. So you can fit all of your guns right out of the gate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, we look at this, and it looks like every picture shows a pop-out on that first slot with multiple modules, and even a locked-out module or something in that picture. What are those? I, okay, well, I think the lock is just, it's like a, like locking an item. 
in most games where so you can't destroy it or sell it or get rid of it i, I think don't, i don't think so because if we look in the picture here it says four out of five and then if we go to this picture oh, which is of another uh, ship it says four uh, out of four we know that four out of four isn't the license okay. level oh, because well, there's five levels to a license yeah yeah um i really don't know that it might be that it has Ooh. okay actually I might be entirely totally wrong that it might those might be the low slots and I'm just entirely an idiot all of the low slots it's possible because if you look at in the one that's showing right now there's a lock right there and those look like I mean they look like modules I recognize two of those things in that low pop out i know i recognize that those are modules and ah, okay okay so it looks like components. the components are what go inside the devices are the modules themselves okay all right so okay. looking at this picture here i'm starting to guess all right but i think my guesses are pretty right We've got a low like slot module that looks like it's maybe repairs or something, and then there's an up arrow, so it, re it the ship is able to repair itself faster. There's propulsion modules, it looks like, little jet cone thrusters with a plus and an up, and I imagine that the plus is sustainability or maybe cooldown, and the up mm -hmm. is just speed, guessing here. But okay. I see that there is definitely a connection with those things that cool. is also in the device slot for the low slot. The rest of them don't have it, though. Okay, uh, well, we had coffee in the comments saying components give passive bonuses. Larger devices are the stuff you use. So I guess devices are active modules. Right. Components are passive modules. So components are rigs. Modules are devices. No problem. Or, or are they are they rigs? Or are they just passive modules? Uh, that's what a rig is. Like in, in EVO <laughs> oh, Online. Oh, well, yeah. So but... if, you th if you think about okay. it in terms yeah, of EVO Online. Yeah. Interesting. But they're all, all quote-unquote low-slot components. So they, it's interesting. Yeah. So I noticed all of those have that line. Yeah. They have the low-slot. So I guess maybe the low-slot equivalent in second galaxy is component slot okay okay neat oh man i'm excited yeah yeah all and right but the, the more i look at these pictures the more i realize what i don't know it's what it's i thought okay. i knew it's okay it's okay <laughs> this is we'll, yeah. we'll have more information or yeah. we're getting it so let's take a look at the at the cruisers now I, i'm starting to get excited because these ships have got all kinds yes. of crazy stuff going so the special oh, yeah. bonuses Mixed between AOE and self. So, AOE and self. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for example, yeah. the Genbu. So some ships. Yeah. Has a firepower interference device, bonus, where the Sentinel has AOE shield enhancement device. So again. Yes. But the cruisers look like they are the fleet buffers, whereas the frigates were the fleet debuffers, almost. If I had to take yeah. a guess, that's yeah. where it's looking so far. That's interesting yeah. because we are going to assume that cruisers are a little bit better at surviving than frigates are in or, terms of raw HP. 
Yeah, so, I mean, the Vanguard cruiser, that's a debuffer. So, oh, I think right. cruisers are just mixed. Interesting, yeah, okay. So, I actually, yeah, this makes me think cruisers, we're probably going to see, they're going to be the cores of fleets. Where, in like, say, a hundred man fleet, you're going to have 80 of the ships be cruisers. And the other 20 be various tackle and support. Hang on a second. Uh... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Man, this is so interesting. There's a lot of ships here. Uh, without looking at the ship and the super weapon. Now, did you say that the super weapon is fixed for each ship, or are those mix and match? I think, I honestly, I think it is fixed for each ship. Okay. So without. Like we, we don't have all that stuff today because it would be too much content to go through <laughs> yeah. in one podcast. But without looking at some of the stuff, we could we can start to figure out what ships are going to work in certain in certain situations and what ships are mm -hmm. just going to be meh. Oh, actually, though, there's one thing. I, I when I was earlier saying the special bonus is mostly going to show the role of the ship. I think more than the special bonus, we're going to get the super device and tactical component that are going to be the role of the ship. So it's going to be the combination of special bonus and those super device tactical component. That makes sense. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Because I, I honestly, while we were talking about this, I totally forgot about the existence of those two things. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. So man. I was just looking at these ships without keeping that in mind. So... It's okay. You gotta you gotta marry the the ability the synergy together. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And, and so yeah, there are gonna be a lot of variables to take into account in these ships. <laughs> so just paging through these, is anything standing out really? I mean, I'm noticing it's just kind of more of the same now that I've looked at a few ships, mm -hmm. uh, the frigates and destroyers. Haven't seen any logi. No, I haven't seen any logi yet. That's true. That's true. We are only some, looking at Tech 1 ships, though. That's true. We have seen some self-recovery bonuses, but nothing to remote transfer. Unless one of these things that we think that we think we understand, like AoE shield enhancement, mm -hmm. that is that possibly remote repair? I don't know. I assumed it would be like a resistance boost. That seems right. Yeah. I but agree. Yeah, it might it might be repair. Okay. It might. I don't know. And it's okay to say I don't know because we don't. Yeah. <laughs> we did we not There's play the beta. Yeah. There's a lot we don't know. <laughs> I know. I, I'm actually, yeah. you know, I don't want to harp, but I really wish they kind of get around and give us a release date so at least I can yeah. know when I can get a clue. Yeah. Definitely. And then, let's see. Battle cruisers. Yes. All right, let's pull them out. So we'll start. Okay. We have a couple more battle cruisers than we had cruisers. Okay. Ooh. Uh oh, what's this? Where's the special bonus? We're looking at uh -huh. the curse from OE right now. Interesting. So, ooh. So, hmm. Interesting thing is these license bonuses don't look 
any stronger. Although we don't know the base stats of this because, I mean, just I would assume that if a ship doesn't have that special bonus, it would make up for it in the license bonuses, but it might make up for it in base stats. Although, so I don't, I haven't seen the base stats for this. Just kind of looking at this ship, the Curse. It's a Oracle battlecruiser. To some E players, that might have just been confusing. It has a laser cooldown reduction per level of 3%, so rate of fire, laser crit damage boost of 10% per level, and standard thruster power output rate bonus of 5% per level. Eh, it's interesting. So rate of fire and crit damage, those are probably two of your biggest ways to pump more damage, so this is like, gosh, Mm -hmm. this could be a pretty huge dealer. Yeah, but if you compare it to the other ships, is it? the other like cruisers we've seen is it really any more bonuses than we've already seen i don't think so in yeah, terms of just sure. like ran like raw percentages i think they're the same but you also have to consider that that hole is a battle yeah. cruiser hole it might have bigger weapons it might have more weapons yeah yeah same on the don't cove <laughs> ecd battle cruiser laser damage laser crit damage laser yeah, activation yeah. cost reduction now the divine ah. is an well, ECD battle cruiser with a special bonus and wow, ninety-two percent power usage reduction. You basically get to use that for free. Energy energy projection device. Energy proje- projection device. That's super easy, man. That's that's remote cap transfer. Remote. Yeah, but that doesn't. Energy projection devices, power usage re- usage reduction, ninety two percent. That's a lot. If that's remote, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking, yeah, that's remote cap transfer. But looking at those numbers, say you transfer a hundred cap to another ship. Okay. Is this saying the other ship gets a hundred cap and you use eight cap? Have you okay? Have you ever flown a guardian before? In Actually, no, I have not. Okay, it's basically how so, it works. I don't know. So it's exactly how it works. Actually, you use so you use eight cap and give the other ship a hundred cap. Yep, seems right. I mean, it's not that it, it's not that okay. excessive, but the numbers are also it, they're yeah. exceptional. I mean, the numbers. Yeah. Two guardians that are cap transferring each other can be cap stable, running all their reps and self rep. Wow, it's okay. great. Yeah, plus plus prop okay, mod, yeah. plus everything else. Yeah. So okay, yeah, I haven't done that, so that just seemed like way overpowered to me. Now, here's something that I want to latch onto, and I don't know why. I see this ship in so many videos for this game. So let's take let's take a quick moment. I want you to go digging, because I know you have it. I want you to find the battlecruiser stats for the super weapon on this ship and any other passive benefits. I'm gonna read this off really quick here. Battlecruiser license on this ship. It gets a blaster cooldown reduction of 3% per level, a blaster activation cost reduction of 2% per level, and a velocity boost of 3%. Holy bonuses all over the place. So this ship obviously is focusing on cap stability, or energy stability, whatever we're going to call it, to do its thing. But why do I see this ship in so many things? I see this ship mining asteroids in (laughs) a few videos, and it's a battle cruiser. So are we mining in battle cruisers? Like get out the Brudixes, everybody. Here we go. But I mean the mining in this. Have you seen it? I have. It's just we shoot a rock until it dies. Let's, let's not go so. super off topic though. <laughs> okay. It's funny. 
I I want to know why this ship is so popular. Because its bonuses are dartboard almost. I mean, okay, so it's a cap transfer ship that has guns, that has a velocity boost. I'm assuming the velocity boost might tie into staying alive so that you can do cap transfer, but I don't see any reason for this ship. I mean, it's thin. Maybe it's got that sleek profile so it doesn't get hit as much. It it's the ship that looks like the Raven kind of from Eve Online. It it's it's mm. just a little how do I even explain it? It's like a half it's it's flat and it's got some antenna that stick out and it looks weird. It looks so weird. The ship is bizarre. Anyway, it's almost a poster child just, for ships in this game. It really I is. I think you just made enemies of every ECD fanboy out there that loves the look of ECD ships. So I'm not gonna lie, okay? I was almost thinking about going ECD. So I started off, I wanted to go Oracle Empire. Then I was told Oracle Empire's range is terrible. And I said, wait, why? And they're like, we just don't want to fly it because they're terrible. So then I was like, okay, fine. Well, I'll find another one. Okay, ECD has blasters. Blaster, I love up close damage. And EVE Online, there's nothing better than flying an Enyo or a Vigilant with all those neutron blasters. You get up really close and you just start melting people with hundreds of DPS. Thousands if you're flying a Vig, they're amazing. But it's funny you say that because I'm not too keen on this whole scrappy-looking divine, which we seem to see everywhere. Now look at me how shallow I am. I'm basing the race that I want to play off of one ship that I've happened to see all over the place. I don't know. So maybe I'm thinking about going back to Oracle. But then we saw the Republic of Svaris with that cold fire. Not cold fire. What was it? Cold rain. With the extremely crazy bonuses to those guns. The whole ship bonus was, it was like a moving artillery platform, which is awesome. That's a lot of damage. So there's obviously some balance here. There's obviously some thought that goes into which ship you want to pick to fly. Divine looks really weird because if this is actually cap transfer, it's going to be strange because you're wanting to do cap transfer, but then they're talking about blasters having like really short range. So, okay, I'm going to cap transfer you, but I'm going to be over here too. Bye. Hmm. I, I don't understand. Yeah. It's that, interesting. That does sound like a bit of an issue. And then there's missiles, NEF. I understand NEF missiles are kind of medium range sort of thing. Uh, missiles. Not super sure. This ship, the Centurion, is an NEF battlecruiser. Missile damage bonus. Missile launcher activation cost bonus. What? Okay, that's fine. And shield recharge device. Shield. Uh, Wait, let me read this. Shield recharge devices recharge (laughs) amount. (laughs) Shield recharge. Okay, that makes sense, actually. That's how much shield boosters boost. And I just realized I entirely messed up and I'm an absolute idiot. No, you're like. No. Shield projection devices. Hey, that looks like uh, that looks like uh, remote rep yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I just like entirely missed the battle cruiser's existence. I can hear I, I look- can hear the chalk <laughs> on the board going. That's one for Sigari. That no that the my mind is just I'm just like dying right now. That's okay. Because I looked through all these pictures like a dozen times and somehow missed this freaking battle cruiser every single time. Well, okay, but no, that's it's interesting because all this comes together, Satan. All this comes mm-hmm. together. You're saying that destroyers are really looking to be the DPS ships of some of mm-hmm. the historical tests. 
Makes sense, considering that the Centurion is a remote rep support ship. With a, a gimme for some some missile bonuses. Mm-hmm. That's weird. But some of the uh, battleship, or I'm sorry, some of the battle cruisers battle don't cruisers. even have support bonuses. The Prosecutor, yeah. which actually totally looks like the Prosecutor from the game called Fractured Space. If any of you out there play Fractured Space, I love you. Rest in peace, that game. What an awesome ship that was. Anyway, the Prosecutor here... This just looks like raw DPS, except the bonuses are so small. Why? Blaster cooldown reduction at 3% per level, blaster precision boost at 2% per level, and ship energy cap bonus of 2.5% per level. What is that? We don't know. I assume capacitor. Well, I no. I'm saying what are these bonuses energy. to put to put together a ship? Cooldown reduction. Okay, yeah. rate of fire, precision. Yeah. And cap bonus for your ship. Okay, good luck. Go out there and do a lot of deeps. And this is NEF that focuses on missiles. Hmm. Well, we've seen some crossover. Strange. We saw lasers. Yeah. We saw yeah. lasers on an Wait. ECD ship, right? I don't remember. I that. did. I think I did. Okay. Okay. So they I'll seem to be all you. over the place. I don't know if I. Uh, <laughs> okay, I should say again. Haven't played. Don't know. I don't know if the weapon systems in this game are tied to the factions as fervently as they are in EVE, with some mm. overlap. Where in EVE, Galente used to be hybrids and drones, and now Amar are taking a little bit more of the drone focus with lasers. If you go Conid, you get some missiles, but Kaldari are missiles and railguns. Not so much missiles and blasters, which is weird because Galente are hybrid, and the Mimitar are just project projectile weapons through and through, with some missile weirdness thrown into like the typhoon and stuff like that. So there is some. <laughs> they are scavenged. Everything's scavenged. But, but there's some overlap in Eve Online. Some in this mm -hmm. game, it seems like there is a lot more overlap happening because I don't think they're racial. I don't what think do they're mean, racially tied to the weapon system, so I do not think yeah. that the ECD swear by <laughs> blasters, for example. Yeah, I think what I from what I've seen, it more seems they're focused on how the weapons act. So ships are more separated by roles instead of specific weapon or sorry, races are more separated by roles than specific weapons. Like Svaris, they're snipers they deal with long-range ships. So, basically, whatever weapon they have bonus to, it'll be long-range. Say, say that sentence that you said again at the start of this. You don't think that the ships so. in this game focus on... What? Did I? Did I? Okay. No, it was perfect what I, you said. Now I have to remember what I said. Dang it. Because I was I was thinking about it right after you said it, and I'm I'm tying this into Eve Online, where the Mauler was usually a bait tank ship, mm. the Thorax was a plated dealer kind of, or you know it, it filled a lot of roles, but it was kind of like a glassier, not really tanky ship. 
ships like the Vindicator are just pure DPS. But in so, in this game, you're you're you notice that the role is more important than than the weapon type. The weapon type, yeah, that's what it is, and that's interesting okay. because in Eve, you can't really get away with that, except for on a few certain ships that don't have weapon bonuses, like maybe the Vexer, where you would fit auto cannons mm. instead of blasters, even though it's a Galente yeah. ship, etc. Yeah, so I've seen that each ship clearly has a specific, or each, sorry, each nation clearly has a role. Yeah, Svaris is the snipers. ECD is the speedy DPS, speedy squishy DPS. NEF is pretty balanced. They're mid-range, good tank, decent DPS. And Oracle is get close and tear everything apart and good tank hmm. so close range very close range good dps good tank probably so pretty slow. yeah yeah i'd assume so i haven't probably seen anything on the speed for the oracle okay yeah interesting <laughs> yeah these ships are super interesting and yeah i haven't gone into detail looking at every single ship but the all these ships fit pretty closely into those categories so yeah i mean proving my theory here we're looking at an oracle battle cruiser with a railgun bonuses one sec because i i i need to remember which the it's weird weapon types are because i thought railguns were the long range ones actually well that's what yeah and that's what i'm trying to put together here yeah. So the person that told me, don't run Oracle, they're all close range and stuff like that. And then I see that they have railguns tossed in as a weapon system on one of their ship bonuses. Uh, it's like, huh? I don't understand. Yeah, th- this is this is not making sense. Error does not compute. Well, it, it doesn't compute to my EVE brain, but it will probably compute perfectly well once I have a second galaxy brain. <laughs> True. Hey, True. That's right. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Super interesting stuff. Yeah. Now, a ton of information here. <laughs> a ton of information. Yeah. Now, I'm looking for the battleships. Oh. What? You said that these were in individual ships here, right? Yeah. 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 So each each folder is a ship, and it has several pictures for the ship. Okay. Let's see if I can find... Okay. So the Bastion didn't have a special bonus. The Cerberus didn't have a special bonus. The Disciple doesn't have a special bonus. I'm just listing off Ooh. ships. None of these ships have special yeah. bonuses. Hmm. Uh-oh. Interesting. Slightly increase SD performance on the Phantom. Super device. Well, oh. yeah, that's for, per level. We were looking at that earlier. Or does it have a increased super device as its special bonus? I don't know what you're looking at. Well... It, well, okay. Here, I'll pull up the vortex here. Okay. And we'll just take a quick look at this. So, trying to understand a little bit of what's going on here. The vortex, which is a Republic Svaris T1 battleship, slightly increases super device performance, has a yep. railgun All damage sh- bonus, railgun crit damage bonus, and there's a typo in there, and a shield thermal damage resist boost. Whoa, okay, now we're getting all interesting. Ooh, so 
we're starting to see some tanks here. Because interesting, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. We saw other ships had bonuses to reps, but we haven't seen any actual defense boosts yet. Okay, now now I'm looking for the ship that's going to have the accuracy boost and the tank boost. Oof. I'm looking through really quick. I don't see one. I don't think. Dang it. Hmm. Actually, I mean, looking at the graphs for some of these battleships, if you want to pull them up, it looks like they're all pretty much the same, where they're good at everything except for moving. Sure. That's what you expect out <laughs> Just, of a battleship. Yeah. Immobile fortresses. Huh. Their attack is still really low, though. And we looked at some of those destroyers, yeah. and their attack wasn't anything to, like, write home about either. I mean, at yeah. least on paper, I, I don't I don't see the... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the honest answer. So, the thing that does kind of confuse me a little bit is we've seen some videos where ships are putting out tens of thousands of damage ticks so i don't know if i don't the know damage if numbers ticks i think yeah, those are adding I, up yeah but still they're adding i mean in some of them i've seen they're adding up really fast okay so yeah i don't really know what to make of that maybe just the graph is imbalanced so, yeah, I don't know. It does seem very strange, though, that the attack numbers that we've seen are so low compared to defense. Yeah. I I mean, I, I wonder if that's just an anomaly of the system that they have in place to, to uh, rep, like, the scale for attack is, like, your attack could mm -hmm. be here, but it never is going to be. So that for that reason, yeah. it's really low on the graph. I don't know. Again, I think when we get release, we'll know, and then we'll yeah. start putting together meta <laughs> and whatnot. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to when we have actual numbers and we can start testing stuff out because that's one of the things I love most about games is that theory crafting, crunching numbers putting fits together yeah it's yeah. good it's good yeah i'm really looking forward to that so there was a little bit on ships it was most of the show now that i think about yeah. it uh what's what, what else is new here I'm, I'm going through our notes we don't have a lot left but we'll, we'll get to questions here in a little bit and it's good to see that we've got some still no questions on our twitter Twitter.com slash main frequency. Go hit that follow button if you haven't. Yeah, yeah, go follow. Sigari was really proud of getting the main frequency because he wasn't expecting that. Yeah, Twitter so, tag, main frequency. Yeah. Who'd have yeah. thought? Yeah. I so am... just go follow. Make Sigari happy. Yes, please make, make me happy. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside when people do the things that I ask. So thank you. Uh, I'm going to take a quick moment here, and I just want to shout out to the people in Northwest because I am the leader of Northwest, I guess. I guess. Ooh. No, I am. All hail, all hail, all hail our glorious leader. 
There you go. Uh, we have been growing at a pretty rapid pace, and I wanted to take a minute. You had your moment to talk about ships. I'm going to take a moment okay. to talk about the corporations that are coming together to make the pregame kind of a game in and of itself. <laughs> it's interesting because there's no game to play, so what people are really doing is talking to each other and finding things to do before the game comes out. So, for example, I could use the Northwest Corporation as an example because I run it. We are doing things like getting together on Saturdays, playing games together, watching movies on places like Rabbit. Rabbit's down now, but we've got Cast, which is a new a new program. We've got raffles, giveaways, and then just general discussion about the game talking about eve echoes some people are interested in that because it's you know in a similar vein and it's great now there's also a bunch of the intercorp workings which i kind of grimace at a little bit because i've been trying really hard to keep my my hand out of that jar as much as i can when when you get a group of people you know idle idle times lead to roaming hands and whatnot i think that i don't even know how that colloquialism goes but yeah it's true as soon as people have gotten settled into their position then people start talking crap about other corporations and stuff like that and i think it sucks because i don't want to be in the position where we're talking crap about other groups because like i say in northwest mission statement that person on the internet is a human being just like you unless they're a bot <laughs> and bots don't count so we should be respectful of those people and i think that it is in a lot of people's interest to generate some trolling and to you know light that fire and see what kind of sparks they can get either way no matter how you cut it it is interesting to watch this kind of unfold <laughs> and yeah. reading reading the main discord we see a lot of people kind of turd throwing at each other there's a lot of chaos it is and it's fun yeah it is it is fun yeah. as long as yeah. at the end of the day you know those are people and don't hurt them don't yeah uh it, it is sort of interesting though because the official discord doesn't seem to have a heck of a lot of moderation they run I'm assuming they run on a Chinese time zone. And I personally think that they could look for some moderators who have some experience with moderation or something. So, so, so far, hang on, I'm, I'm going a little off track, but let me, that's yeah. for a good reason. Yeah. The subreddit, time. the subreddit. Okay. So the Facebook obviously run by the company. It, it's just how it should be. The subreddit, mm -hmm is also run by the company. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I also don't have a problem with it right now because subreddit's really quiet. It's not super active. There's not a lot of posts going on in the subreddit. Okay, fine. The Discord run by this company, also okay. But there is no moderation in there. It's just 24-7 turd throwing. And it, it sucks because there's no smack talk channel for people to just get it out it just kind of bleeds and leaks into every channel that there is. We have people in feedback turd throwing. We have people in the different faction chats turd throwing. Although I can kind of understand that a little bit more, 
because yeah. faction rivalries and stuff like that. Okay, fine. I, I, but I'm talking about corporation to corporation. I have been in almost every single corporation Discord server, and I don't see turd throwing going on in those servers, like in public channels. So respect there. I do know that there is some going on behind closed doors in some of these servers. And mm. I would just ask that as the CEO of a corporation to CEOs and groups of other corporations, let's be a little bit better than that. Okay. The game's not out yet. We've got nothing to do. Why don't we work together to just make some great corporations? And I know that there's a rivalry. Everybody wants to be noticed. Everybody wants to be big. Sure. Let people, and I'm not telling you how to run your corporation. I'm, I'm offering up some suggestions, and this is how I this is how I play. This is my beat. Let people do their own thing, and if you have something good, it will show over time. So let's let's drop some of the stuff. And I know there's things that I've said about corporations that I have bitten my tongue afterwards and be like, did I really need to say that? But I'm trying not to, and I don't think I have in the past while. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Like when I first got geared up, I'm like, oh yeah, man, all these corporations, there's so many of them. And wow, they're really growing faster. They've got a lot of people and stuff. No, nah, man, I, I put it behind me. So now it's it's about respect and it's about having that that chivalry with one another. Because who knows? We might end up living next to each other, some of you other corporations. Mm -hmm. And whether you want to shoot us or we want to shoot you, it's a game, and it's all in good fun, I promise. We're not trying to hurt you over the internet. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 At any rate, so let's <laughs> let's name drop. Let's do some name dropping because I think that these corporations have all done a really good job. Obviously, there's us, yeah. Northwest. We we started out in we started out the day that beta ended. Yeah. And we have grown to over 250 members now. Heck yeah. Yeah. Go and us. Our our server has 500 people, over 500 people in it, be it a bunch of people from other corps, people just hanging hanging out, waiting for the game to release, or people just lurking. Everyone's welcome in the Northwest Discord if yeah. you want to talk or watch movies with us. We don't care. There is Genesis Corporation, who they have a lot of players who were involved in the beta. And I think, honestly, there, there's a few corporations that were involved in the beta. Honestly, I think they're one of the best corporations if you're looking for that hands-on game knowledge that we were really struggling through today on our podcast. It's like we just don't have the answer. They know some of it, at least, better than I do, and Satan does. So you can go there if you're looking for some good information on the actual yep. game itself. And, uh, and I would like to thank Genesis because we got a lot of those pictures from Genesis oh, for yeah. this podcast. So that was awesome so thanks genesis yeah thank you guys for sharing your your wealth of information with us uh gg co who i think was taco in the beta yep yeah they they're an active yes. group they seem to be and i'm not trying to you know pull away they seem to be a more of a multi-gaming group i know that they started an eve echoes group as well my advice to you gg co as a leader is be careful make sure that you push yourself in the direction that you want everybody to go because when you pull in different directions then you can cracks develop but that's that's just a that's just a piece i think you guys are great uh of all of the groups and i do want to say all of the groups 
our group included, they I have seen the least amount of turd throwing in any Discord from GG Cove. Super level-headed yeah. guys, really respectable, uh, respectful to other people. So good group there. And I I think I think the the leader actually Bill Danius, I think he had to step away. But yeah. I've seen him I've seen I him participating that. again anyway. So I don't know who the leader is now, but anyway, good group of people. Then there is Asgard? What's their name? Uh Jackie. Lord of or Lord something. I'm in too many servers, I can't find them. Okay. Asgard Zealots of Zod. Okay. Easy, easy. There we go. Asgard Zealots of Zod. They are a group of players that came over from another game called Nova Empire. And they've got a, a almost viral thing going right now with their <laughs> recruitment. Uh, they they like to really get their name out there. They got a lot of images and stuff like that, and it's super cool to see. Yep. I'm always kind of like I, I see, so I'll be scrolling through the Discord, and it's like, oh, it's an Asgard guy, and then I keep scrolling. Oh, it's an image. What have they come up with this time? And then, yeah, so it's it's yeah. it's witty stuff. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. They got some. I always enjoy seeing them. Yeah, and and they're nice. Uh, we actually interacted with a bunch of them for a while, and I really I wish them I wish them the best in what they're working on. We've got a couple more groups. Trident, Trident Corporation. I haven't really met them. Haven't seen a lot of they, stuff from them. Yeah. I just see their corp bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm but they're growing group. Haven't done much with them. I've met two. Growing group, and then DP. Who are these guys? Now these guys Dead just popped pirates. up. Dead pirates. Dead yeah, pirates they popped up. They popped up a, a week or two ago, and they've uh -huh. been growing. They're they're all over Facebook. Holy cow! Yeah, I can't okay. go through the second galaxy group without seeing five of their posts. Like, slow down your roll, guys. Come on, it's it's funny. <laughs> But no, they're really active. They jumped into our Discord yesterday, and we we got yeah. to finally make first contact, and it was fun. Yeah, um, I've been in their Discord for a while, and I can't say much about them as players, but they're a fun group of people to hang out with. Like, yeah. if if by some absolute miracle Northwest chat is inactive, I go check out Dead Pirates. Yeah, they have a couple people in there that I chat with. Nice. Nice. Well, that's cool. It's good to know that they got some active guys. And then, no, I didn't forget about you guys. There's the NRS. And NRS, the, the famous pirates. The New Republic of Svaris, right? Uh, I believe so. Okay. So. The most pirate pirates of all the pirates in yeah, the galaxy. Very, very uh, RP-ish. Yeah, they're very <laughs> RP-ish. They've, they've already put out hits on corporations in chat. I think mostly because of Smack Talk. It's funny. <laughs> and. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, provide a lot yeah. of entertainment. They, they provide are, a lot of entertainment for the community. They are definitely an entertaining group. <laughs> I like them. Yep. Everybody, everybody, that, and and all I'm trying to say, and I might have missed some groups. I'm I'm so sorry yeah. if I didn't name you. I can, yeah. There are. A There's couple. a lot I'm, lately. There are a ton. Yeah, I'm in. I passed 15 discords for Second Galaxy servers. I'm in. So, wow. I don't know. I just, I. Should I give a shout out to all of them? Yeah. Yo, if, if you're running a corporation okay. for Second Galaxy, hats off, man. We don't know when the game's coming out. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. Join me in being crazy, <laughs> running a community, trying to keep all these sheep in a row while the game's not out for we don't know how long. Yeah. So, I mean, 
these corps are doing an amazing job. I've I'm in every single corporation Discord that has advertised, except for the ones that aren't in English, because I only speak English, sadly. So I'm in all these Lo Discords, siento. and yeah, every single one of them, even if they just have a handful of members, they've done a good job organizing their Discord. They've done a good job getting their name out there, yeah. finding people, talking to them, interesting them in Second Galaxy. And I just love that. I love that there are so many people that are looking forward to this game enough to put in the effort to start a group. Absolutely. And I think that that should be a signal to Zlong when I say, yo, we got a lot of people who are like rabidly interested in playing your game. Please release it. Like, <laughs> let's go. Uh, We're back to the releasing now. That's right. So, yeah, that was kind of fun, name-dropping some corporations. And, again, mm. I just want to say on that on that closing note, again, respect is so important. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to name names for people who I don't think are being respectful, but it goes a long way to respect one another. So let's go. Mm. Uh, all right. We got about, like, 15 minutes left. I think we should open up for some questions. Definitely. Okay want to get um, questions because we're at 145 this is going to be a two-hour show i think yeah i'm just going to hop right so, into chat here do you do you have something or should, i was thinking should we scroll up in the chat because i know some questions were asked earlier should we start start by answering those questions and then take new questions well let's tie in just... because this latest question i think is perfect for okay okay so Pan, ah, yeah. panda bumoni okay. asks what do we know about the chinese corporations everyone is pooping themselves over them pooping themselves over them what does that mean Hello, my name is Sigari. I am pooping myself over a Chinese corporation. Oh, okay. I had to say it to figure it out. Pooping. So scared crapless is what it sounds like to me. Okay, I, I got it. Uh, all right. So a little bit. And I, I, I mean, I don't shoot. I'm kind of. All right. Yeah, let's go. Uh, we'll we'll okay. go. I have been in contact with some Chinese corporations actually. And okay. I am excited to share that they are super organized. Like crapping yourself yeah. is probably a pretty good choice. Now, <laughs> again, I'm not yeah. here to run anybody's corporation except for my own, but let me tell you that you need to get your ducks in a row ASAP <laughs> <laughs> because these guys are talented and if you do a little bit of digging, you can find some of the stuff that they have done. I believe, and I don't know, that they have gotten flagships in one of their beta tests. Ooh. And I don't think we got to that in the uh, global beta tests. No. So um, they no. did something to get there. Yeah. And whether it was thing. favoritism or what, I don't know, but they had them. I've seen some of these fleet fights. It's like watching a fleet fight in EVE without tie-dye, though. It's just crazy how big these fleet fights are. Hundreds of people in a system at a time duking it out over something that I can't understand because I haven't seen the game yet. Mm -hmm. They have a couple of mega coalitions. Uh, I'm not sure how alliances work in the game yet, but I know that they have a few groups, and they're big. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, I think you guys should definitely keep your options open when it comes to this. 
just because we can't speak their language doesn't mean we can't communicate you know yeah and stepping back just a bit to where you were saying they got flagships in one of their betas i know in the global beta chinese corporations were the only corporations to claim sovereignty and i believe they claimed eight or nine systems okay so i I actually know personally they claimed more than that okay okay maybe that was a single alliance i don't know i heard this like two weeks ago when i first joined okay i've been getting some pretty up-to-date information on this stuff okay like i'm I'm very much keeping in touch with that facet yeah i haven't been in contact with them it's okay we'll keep it that way yeah you can't speak chinese (laughs) so we're just gonna yeah satan's gonna live over here in this box google translate we get we get him out when when (laughs) we get him out when we want to make fun of the mr right yeah 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 there you go all right let's scroll up and find some of those get me out yeah you get me out when you want someone to mess up words (laughs) so there we go all right what was the question that you wanted answered i I know you were scrolling up for them I just, yeah, I just saw a question roll by that I thought was good. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, while you're looking for that, I'm going to just, uh, okay. Coriano yeah. says, a package that costs us, say, $30 may only cost somebody paying in Chinese currency twelve ninety nine. That's pretty widespread in all mobile games. I don't want to dig in too much, but I would say that I imagine that that has something to do with uh availability of funds so you would say 12.99 but with that 12.99 buy them 12.99 worth of food where you you know what i mean so their 12.99 and our 12.99 is at the same or they're getting a discount like i don't know he probably does let's get to the next question go uh still trying to find it okay so there was one question earlier that was it said right asked right when we were starting off with the ships so saying someone saying if you get ganked in pvp you restart in a fresh t1 level one frigate no this basically you can collect many ships i there's actually a limit on ships you can collect which is really sad so i've seen limits from between like five and eight ships that you can own at once yep so I don't know how you upgrade that, but you can upgrade the amount. So rule number one in this game, thats it's rule number one, even I'm sure it's going to be rule number one in this game. Don't, don't fly, fly what you what can't you afford, can't to, afford lose. to lose, baby. That's right. There we go. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's you just fly. Which, as soon as you undock, you can get shot and destroyed. So... It's crazy how fast this just, stuff happens in this game too. It seems like when you yeah. land, when you jump through a gate in this game, you're immediately targetable and everything. Oh yeah, there's no cloak. That's weird. No, no jump cloak. I don't know. What so that's have a fast phone if you want to play this game, <laughs> unless this yeah. caching is amazing. Uh, Toru Naga asked, "Do you think one guy paying a hundred dollars would be equivalent to two guys paying fifty dollars?" <clears throat> I have no way to answer that, dude. That's yeah, and that I mean, actually we we looked at. If you paid ten bucks, ten times, at current like quotes for prices, you get more than if you spend a hundred dollars <laughs> once or fifty dollars twice. There was that. That's weird. You get more iridium buying ten dollars ten times than a hundred dollars once or fifty dollars twice. It's just strange. So, 
dude we don't know <laughs> so yeah um but we did cover that a little bit in the last or we speculated about that in the last episode where we were talking about diminishing returns where yes. so honestly i would say two people that spend fifty dollars get to together are worth more than one person that spends a hundred dollars just because of the way the game works okay it'll take a lot for one person to the weight of out per, blah, the weight of one person to outweigh two interesting next so i think yeah yeah next we're gonna uh, boom through these because we're running out of yeah. time Silent Weapon 74 asks, I just joined about 20 minutes ago. My main question is, welcome, welcome, we're glad you're here. My main question is, is this game going to be PvP-based throughout the entire game, or is there going to be some PvP in this game as well? From everything that we know, this is going to be an open-world PvP game where everybody can shoot you, mm -hmm. but there is going to be PvP involved. There's missions to run, there's things to do that don't involve shooting other players, and you can <sighs> do those things all you want. Whether you get interrupted by PvP or not, is dependent on everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of PvP and a lot of PvE. And you're going to have to do both to yeah. run a corp most, unless you're like based out of high sec or something. Yeah. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of PvP and a lot of PvE. And depending on what corp you join, even if you're in a chaos space, high PvP corp, it's possible to just do PvE or mostly PvE because a corp needs resources. They need miners. They need industry. So mm -hmm. pretty much you can choose your path. You can choose whether you want to do 100% PvP or 99% PvP or never attack another player. Well, okay, I'm going to stop you because I really want to ask okay. a question about that. You know, we looked at the what were they professions scientist engineer mm -hmm. soldier and trader or something right no not trader what was it explorer explorer, explorer. thank explorer. you each of these has a special attribute uh well so example scientist gets like a power grid increase no that's the engineer engineer's power grid scientist gets a cpu so half of the fitting equation on your ship devices and then they also get a bonus to like a wave scanner and uh blueprint manufacturing time or something like something. that something like that are you locked in to those professions and do you improve upon them by like getting experience or anything like that how does that work yes so those which profession you choose is it it carries through the entire game but it becomes less important as you progress. Every time you level up your account, you get a stat point, basically, or multiple stat points. I'm not sure. But regardless, you can put these stat points towards the stats that you would get from choosing a different role. So a role, so say soldier, would put one stat point into damage, one stat point into weapon production, one stat point into wingman damage. 
another role would put those three staff points just into different things. Okay, is this it, is this like a, 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 a talent tree or a grid or something where you can just put points where you want them sort of thing? It's... They're, they're stat points. There's no progression. Like, you don't hit a certain... Like, say you get five points in weapon damage. You don't unlock a different type of weapon damage. Okay. You just... It's a scale. You It's a throwing out random numbers each point is a one percent damage to add damage to all weapons okay so it's fixed like once once you pick that path you're locked in well no because you carry you build this path through so the profession you choose at the beginning of the career that just chooses where your initial stat points oh are so distributed. i could could I, could I do soldier engineer scientist and explorer yeah, you could oh. build all of them, but you'd be uh, a quarter the strength of someone who just specialized in that. Wait, but you just said that there's not, like, more stat points that you can throw into one area. They end, right? It's finite? Well, you there's you can throw more stat points into a single area. Like, okay. you can throw 100 stat points into weapon damage. But no matter... It's not like a skill tree where no matter how many points you throw into weapon damage, you're not going to unlock any extra attributes. Uh, like a specialization or something. Okay, I don't, I'm not sure that I follow, but I think that's these, okay. So it's a, there's a single attribute. There's no advanced version of weapon damage. You just upgrade weapon damage. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say, so I'm, like, playing Diablo, I'm playing Diablo 3 right now. <laughs> Yeah, and when you just, get to a certain paragon level where you've got 50 points in every paragon, every paragon point that you get after that just goes into like one of your main stats, like vitality or or your main stat for damage. So like if you're a barbarian sure. strength, if you're a wizard intellect or intelligence, you just keep putting points into there because you can go up as many thousands of levels as you want and just get stronger and stronger and stronger, but they can't go into any more. You can't get AOE damage. You can't get resist all. You can't, you know, some of the more well, hard hardened de desired stats those cap at 50 okay from so f from what i've seen there's no cap like that it's just these stat points you get are distributed to very simple bonuses like shield capacity capacitor capacity mm -hmm. cpu max power grid right and there's no max for them but just you get as coffee said just a bit ago four points per level okay so you could evenly distribute them, but as opposed to one person who focused in a single path, you'd be a quarter of their strength in that. Is there a level cap? I do not know that there is a level cap. I am oh. sure there is a level cap, All right. but I do not know what it is, because honestly, it would be broken to not have a level cap. <laughs> oh man, can't wait for those respec <sighs> cash shop purchases to become available, right? Respec you know your, it, because yeah, there are. There actually are already. That's, yeah. that's a big oof. Okay, any one more question. We'll take one more question. Let's see here. Any knowledge on NPC hostile factions? Kind of. I found a little bit of information mm -hmm. uh, going through the assembly code. There are, it looks like, two hostile NPC factions. One is a pirate faction. One is a nullsec kind of faction so you've got your generic i don't know you've got your generic hostile faction 
instead of like where in Eve Online you'd have Serpentis, Guardian Angels, Grisses, mm-hmm. and uh, Dark Blood, Sanchez, stuff like that. You have one, one pirate group. And then in this game, you have one pirate group, just one pirate entity, I think, based on what I saw in the code. Then there's okay. another group, NPC. It, it was, I'm trying to remember the database entry. It was either NPC Sov or NPC Null, or yeah, I really can't remember what it was called, but it was not pirate. I remember that. <laughs> could that could that be the NPCs that are basically holding the systems that the corporations have to capture the Sov beacons from, or whatever they're called? Okay. I don't know. I, I know what you're saying. And but that might be. My response is, I do not know. Yeah. That's just speculation. There are a lot of NPCs, though. So many NPCs in this game. Wow. So, yeah, actually, let's see if I can actually pull this up here right before we go. For those of you guys that are watching, you get a little benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did my window go? Oh, that's... Okay, hang on a sec here. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Technical difficulties. No, we're good. We're good. Okay, properties. Okay. We're going to switch to assets. Okay, so here's some of the assets for the NPCs, at least. And I think this is interesting. So we've got a whole bunch of NPC characters from different factions. And then I think, let me see if I scroll down here. There was NPCs. Uh, were there NPCs for the pirate groups? I don't think so, because these were the ones that you just interact with generically uh yeah this wasn't the assembly code though this was this is just the unity assets uh it is interesting though to note that we got to take a look at some of the ussh assets who wants to see some USSH assets? Have we seen those characters I yet? No. Okay, I believe no, they're they called USS. Okay, so here we go. For those of you guys watching the stream live. I have not even seen this. Twitch.tv slash Sigari if you want to join in next week. So they look... I don't know if you've seen the show The Expanse. Has anybody no. seen here seen the show The Expanse? I haven't. Okay. Well, these characters look like they were ripped almost right out of the expanse as the belters. Like, there's definitely a belter feeling about these characters. Almost a... uh, Some of the characters have sort of, like, augmentations. So uh, they've got, like, arm arm implants or they're, like, this, this character, her jaw looks like it... She looks like a robot. I mean, I'm uh, not sure yeah. if these characters are robots or what. It's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some of these assets are really interesting, like Icon Roll USS Businessman. <laughs> so the the honest answer is we just don't know. I mean, they it, it's really cool. But there's player characters, so we can look at the player character models, and then we can look at the NPC models. It's exciting. It's super exciting. But we don't know when the USSH are coming out either. So... Sorry for such a terrible teaser. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Heck, we don't know when the game's coming out. So, oh, man. Anyway. And, uh, who knows? By how much they've delayed the game release, maybe they'll have USSH done by then. I know, right? That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Any clo- any closing thoughts for today? 
release the game. Release the game. <laughs> yeah, it, it really just it, please release the game. We we want to play. Yeah, yeah, please. You um, know, I've actually, got my vacation the last week of September, and no, I no, planned. I planned don't this. Say that you want the game to release later. Please. No, listen. Actually, I, I'm I'm coming back on it because I talked to my wife uh, about this, and she said you are not playing that game on the week that we both took off for vacation, because she scheduled her vacation off the same week that I did after I told her when I scheduled off my vacation. So you guys aren't going to be seeing me a lot that last week because we're probably going to go be in the mountains or. Maybe just Ooh. around at home playing some Diablo. We haven't figured sounds it out fun. yet. We don't have plans. That sounds fun. Super exciting, though. Uh, it's good to have a week off. And I am excited. Mm -hmm. I hope that this game gets released sooner rather than later. Yeah. It's We all want to play it. We don't care. I don't care about Eve Echoes. 15 years in Eve Online. No thanks. Don't want to yeah. play another version. I'm going to play Eve Echoes just to compare it to Second Galaxy, but... My heart's with Second Galaxy. Okay, well, I'll tap you for all that Eve Echoes information that's in. Okay. Yo, thank you guys so much for coming today, and thank you for yep. listening. Those of you guys that are listening out there on our podcast, like, locations, we've got it on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Android, or, I'm sorry. Spotify. Uh, yeah, Spotify. Google. Yeah, Google, Google Podcasts. Podcasts. We're, we're all over the place. Thank you so much. This has been episode three of The Main Frequency. We will see you guys next week for another episode, Saturday or Sunday. Uh, and hopefully this next week is a special Ooh. episode. Ooh, we'll see. Yes. You guys are going to yes. have to stay tuned to find out more information. Thank you so much. Have mm -hmm. a great rest of your week, everybody.